bro, this is, we, we were just having an awesome conversation, <laughs> probably about three and a half minutes in. Yeah. And I'm not recording. Well, I, like I said, I'm glad you caught it at four minutes instead of 40 minutes. I know. There, I know. So like when I, do you remember that one time we were recording for uh, Squared Co.? And I had to completely re-record my entire audio from memory because mine messed up. No way. Yeah. yeah. Do you not remember that? <laughs> I, I Maybe. It was the Christmas episode. <laughs> so, like, if you go back and listen to the Christmas episode, my audio, like, my voice sounds very, like, monotone. And it's because I'm actively paying attention to the numbers that are scrolling on the screen trying to retime because i know i vaguely remembered what i said and i had to like react to your pre-recorded questions and and like you would react to something so i had to like fake laugh at times like <laughs> oh my gosh that's hilarious <laughs> Welcome everyone to another episode of the Saturday Morning Ice Cream Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Cole Roberts. I'm your other co-host, Mike Anderson. And this is episode th- 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 32. Ooh. We're, yeah, we're I'm trying here. to... Yeah, 32. It's a good number. I remember turning 32. I do. I miss it. That's it feels like a long, long time ago. It was. Oh, it was. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Ah. Anyway, Mike, how are you doing? Uh, I'm busy, man. I'm stressed. And I feel like my <laughs> life is going uh, in several different directions. But I'm good. I'm glad to be here and talking to you and recording. Because it it's the most normal thing in my life right now. Yeah, well, I feel the same way. Hella busy. Yeah. Lots to do. Um, but we thought it would be fun to do a podcast and talk about work. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I, this, so I'll spill the beans. All right, you're going to notice the episode title. There's no secret here. But this episode is all about getting a jab. Yeah. Getting a jab. Yeah. Um, working at Hardee's. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> I we Mike and I have wanted to do an episode like this for a really long time and um I just I put it in writing on the episodes we'd like to tackle before we eventually uh just retire from podcasting. We don't know when that'll be. I I don't know why I do this. I toy with people. I tell them like, "Yeah, we're going to be dead soon." And then everybody gets worried and you know, then, then we don't die and you know, it's like I'm just teasing it. Yeah. I'm just saying, there's going to be a time where we just don't podcast, and I don't know when that's going to be, but we're bucket listing here. We want to do <laughs> Mike and Cole get a job episode. <laughs> and uh, you might be asking yourself, what does that mean? You guys don't have jobs? <laughs> of course we have jobs. We Come have on. several jobs. <laughs> we have several jobs. Yeah, I mean, Mike and I are basically um, ringleaders of our own circuses. So... <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to talk about jobs. We're going to talk about getting jabs, and um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I think this might be one of the, I can feel it in my bones, you know, like you, you, you hit your funny bone mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, that this feels like 
it feels funny. This feels like it's going to be, I don't know why it has to do with the funny bone, but this feels like it's going to be a funny episode. I, I think that's the sign that this is going to be a terrible episode. Cause usually the ones that we think are going to be bad turn out to be our <laughs> best episodes. That's true. All right. This episode is going to suck. Yeah. Just so you know, yeah. not going to be fun. You Who wants to talk about work? Right. Jabs. Things like, I don't know why I keep saying it like that. Ah, <laughs> But anyway, um yes it is currently march 15th um in the first intro of the show that we did before i realized i was not recording we were talking about the weather yes the weather yeah it's been it's been nuts but i'm ready for spring i'm ready i feel like it's getting close we've been getting little teases mixed in with some days of snow it's it's mad confusing but yeah again i can't wait the allergies i'm not ready for i've already had to take Lots of allergy medicine, but I'm ready for the warmer weather. I think that's what's getting me right now because I'm not sick, but like I got congestion and scratchy mm. throat and everything. Yep. But like I yeah, feel the watery just fine. eyes, yeah. everything. Oh, it's... I could barely keep my eyes open the other night, but it, I also think it's because I was staring at my iPad for like literally 16 hours straight that Dude, day. Dude, like, yes. Drawing. I I tell you, it. I I was talking to. <laughs> I was talking to my therapist <laughs> a couple of, couple of weeks ago and we were talking about relaxing and he was telling me, you know, there was a meme he saw that was kind of funny. Um, basically, the, our culture, right, um, uh, revolving around screens and such. And he said, you know, um, it was something to the extent of like the meme was like, I, I didn't spend a lot of time on my smaller screen today. <laughs> So I got, so I did all of my work on the medium size screen, like a good person. And now I'm going to reward myself with an even bigger screen, <laughs> which is essentially like, okay, I didn't dick around on my iPhone all day. Yeah. I did my work, which is on the computer. Yeah. So now I'm done. Let's watch the big TV. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, and it's so true. Like I, I, I don't, I am getting old, Mike, Mike, I'm getting, we joke about getting old, but like, I, I really am starting to feel it. So Recently, um, I redid the floors in our downstairs living like, Wow, sorry, that was a that was an intro. <laughs> I've actually I thought you were just cutting me off. Like I don't want to hear this story. And on to the <laughs> next topic. <laughs> That's well, all I time we bore have you, for Mike. Cole today. I'm not gonna bore you, but let me just get this thought out. Been reworking. The, I ripped out all the carpet. I ripped out all the existing hardwood. This took me six weeks to complete. Not the demo, but just the demo and replacing the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I worked long days on, on the computer, on the medium screen and the, the even medium or screen. And um, then would immediately start working on the floor you know, for six weeks straight. And I developed pinched nerves in Ooh. my shoulders and in my arm, which has given me carpal tunnel. Yeah. I can barely hold a pencil most days. It's been painful, let alone all the wear and tear on my back and my knees. Like even sitting at a desk, my knees hurt. When I stand at my desk, my back hurts. (laughs) It sucks. And and, and the the, the eyes, right? My eyes get so tired at the end of the day because I'm like, I've just been staring at a white screen all day. You know, getting a suntan over here. (laughs) And it's like, how do you relax at night? Just die? Because it's like... (laughs) Sitting's not comfortable. Yeah. Standing's not comfortable. Looking is not comfortable. Relaxing so for me is, old. is literally just the 
idea or knowledge that I don't have anything to do at the moment. So like if I finished all my work Mm. for the day and like I can just sit in a chair and know that I don't actually need to be doing something right now, that's relaxing Mm -hmm. to me. And that's that's terrifying. (laughs) It's like the most you look forward to that part of the day every day. Yeah, You, you know, the most peaceful moment of my day is the three seconds that it takes me to close the car door from putting my kids in the car in the morning and walking around to my door. It's so peaceful and quiet. And then I open the door again and all the kids are screaming and it's time to go to school and everything. And then I come home and it's time to work. But I really enjoy that little, that little stroll around my car. A little three seconds. (laughs) (laughs) So when when you sit down and you have the realization that there's nothing to do, what do you do in that moment? How are you just sitting there staring into space yeah i'm horrible i cannot relax anymore like i'm horrible at it um i have to be doing something and i know that that's a problem and i it's like it's not a healthy thing i need to get to a point where i can let myself just sit and do nothing so like you know, my day is i'll get up i'll get the kids ready for school on days that my wife works you know she leaves around 5 30 in the morning and so like i get up i i get the kids ready for school um i take them to school come back home and then i might you know go for a walk real quick uh i've been trying to get back into my walking routine um it hasn't been going well um but (laughs) (laughs) um but that takes like an hour and so like that takes an hour out of my work day and that stresses me out walking is supposed to be a you know, a a de-stressor. And I think it stresses me out even more because I'm not working. And so like, I'll, I'll finish my walk and I'll, I'll start working on whatever I need to work on. And then I'll work until about four o'clock when I need to go pick up my oldest from school, come home. And then I'll start making dinner, um, in that like hour between the time I get home with him and my wife gets home with our other two kids. And then when they get home, We'll eat dinner, and I guess that's kind of my time to relax. So I'm like, we're eating dinner. We're usually watching something on TV. And then, um, you know, I might do that for like another 30 minutes after we're done eating, and then I go right back to working. I, I bring my iPad downstairs, and, you know, I'll I'll work while I'm with the family. And this isn't, yeah. you know, I'm not saying I'm like a workaholic. Like, this is just a really stressful busy time right now so like this is not necessarily the the norm but it's becoming the norm because it it just never seems to end um but then like once everybody goes to bed around 8 8 30 um you know i go up into my office and i work until about midnight and um Mm. and And then repeat yeah and i i will say though it's not like i'm just working myself to death i actually love that time from like 8 30 until midnight where i'm up in my office working because i i put on like a podcast or you know some youtube videos or something like that in the background and i'm just kind of like it's quiet i'm getting to work on this that's that's the time that i do freelance so it's the stuff that i really actually want to work on and so uh, it's it's actually been really enjoyable as tired and as beaten down as I am physically from having to do all this work, I do actually <laughs> enjoy it. It's been a lot of yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying earlier privately in our Mike and Cole time. I'm like, it's not super sustainable. I mean, no, right. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I'm. I'm and, I, and I feel you. I'm the, I'm the same way. Sitting still is not 
something I do well. Yeah. And like, I, I get crap about it all the time from my wife. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's hard. Like the, I think the only time I can force myself to like sit still and not do anything, um, is if we do watch a show or a movie, mm-hmm. um, I usually will not draw during that or, or, or something like that. Um, but I find it like, again, I get the eye, like it really is hard for me to see at the end of the day. Um, yeah. And so I, you know, I've resorted to like listening to music at night and it's not every night, but it's like, you know, maybe two or three times a week, um, sometimes four. Depends. If my wife gets hooked on a show, then I can listen to all the music I want because we don't really watch the same TV shows. Um, Yeah. uh, But like uh, that, I try to not be on my phone during that time. And because I'm listening to a record, it's more of an experience. So I'm not like fiddling with like you know there's things you're doing like you're 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 pulling out the record cleaning it up and dropping the needle all that stuff it's and it's it's nice and you listen to it and you you know 20 minutes in and you got to flip it over and so there's something to do to it but lately i've been falling asleep while doing it because i've been so freaking tired and i'm just like oh my god i can't even enjoy the one nice comfortable moment of my life (laughs) do you have like a nice comfortable do you have like a nice comfortable chair in your office that you sleep in it's not no i will it's not super comfortable it's like it's fine for like an hour then after an hour or so it i need to get a better chair but yeah. get a better chair i'm probably gonna sleep a lot <laughs> um <laughs> so maybe i don't get a better chair yeah. i don't know but um yeah i just i've that to me like that's the best thing i can do that's slash like that's enjoyable slash not doing anything it doesn't involve my hands or drawing it doesn't involve my back and lifting you know woodworking any of that house projects whatever it's just listening intently yeah and that's been really nice i just i just wish i wasn't so tired when that time came like i to me music and and like like coffee i know it sounds weird and i know it probably sounds like a like a hipster (laughs) dad or something but like i love drinking a hot cup of coffee and listening to music and that's it like that to me is like heaven on earth Uh like you're enjoying the brew it's tasty it keeps you awake you know you you're you're kind of doing something with your hands while just listening and i love doing that but i can't be drinking coffee at night that's not a good idea (laughs) (laughs) even if you drink decaf i think there's still some caffeine in it so um you know i'd be like probably not getting a good enough night's sleep yeah so not not smart i've oddly found that something that's very soothing to me lately is cleaning and I know that that's like the absolute opposite of work, but like I will clean the kitchen. That is work. It is work, but like yeah. See, I guess I do have a problem. Because <laughs> 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 like even yes. even when I'm like in my office and I'm like letting videos render, I can't really work while I'm letting videos render. So I'm like I'm literally my hands are tied. I can't do anything. So I'm like, what do I do? And so I can't just sit there. So I start cleaning my office or organizing my toys or stuff like that. It's like, cause it's stuff that I know needs to be done. It's like, right. It just, I never, it never ends Cole. I know. I know. And it may, I think it makes it harder from working at home because, you know, you, you always kind of like when you went to a physical job, you'd always think about all the things, excuse me, all the things you need to do when you get home. Yeah. But it's like, now that you're home, it's like, oh, well, that bathroom's definitely needing cleaning right now. You know, or yeah. that, you know, this kitchen's going to drive me nuts or, yep. you know, 
I, I, I kind of miss the commute time that used to be there when there'd be like a 30 to 45 minutes of just me in the car, listening to a podcast or some music, driving home. And if I was mad or upset from, you know, maybe a client or uh, some interaction at work or something, you know, that was my time to like decompress. And then by the time I got home, I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm not, not in a bad mood anymore. Right. It's like there's no there's no transition from the upstairs to the downstairs. <laughs> exactly. It's just here I am. And then, you know, I've got I have one kid, but, you know, she's at that age of like she's very aware of what I'm doing throughout the day. And so she like she will like Saturday she's like I'm so glad you're not working today I'm so glad play with me play with you know and it's just like she's got the whole day planned out and that's great and I know that's not going to last forever so you got to do it you got to enjoy it but at the same time there's like man like it feels like every second of your time is like already like reserved (laughs) before you even get to it it's like being in debt and it's like yeah cool I'm making all this money but uh it's it's spent you know yeah exactly um, I watched a movie the other day and I like sat down for maybe 20 minutes of the movie and actually watched it. The rest of the time I was up like cleaning the living room. I, you know, I was working on my <laughs> iPad. I can't just sit and enjoy yeah, something. I know. It's hard, man. Yeah. It's hard. But you know what? We're going to talk about fun jobs today. Okay. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually. And we'll we'll probably get into this because um, there is there is something to be said about this. But um, let's let's start with a little origin story for today's episode. Are you right. ready? Yeah. All right. So I think it was a few years back. I remember God, probably like 2017, maybe 2018, somewhere around there. Could have even been 2019. It was a while ago. Um, either you or I had found this training video like an employee training video on youtube and uh it was for pizza hut and it was just the sweetest most like endearing like thing i've ever seen because like uh (laughs) i don't know it was just so there was so much joy and so much positive you know i don't know like it was just so good and um uh you and i watched it and we were just you know cracking up because it was it was actually really funny and it was really well done and i don't know just it made you feel super nostalgic it almost made you feel like um that the world was this way right and you know we'll talk about this later this way for sure it definitely makes you wish the world was this way but um you know uh as with anything, you know, it's a romantic view of what, you know, what could be going on, you know, what, 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 what we'd prefer to see, but that's not how it's been or how it was or how it is. If you get what I'm saying. I really wish that you remembered who introduced this to who, because it's become like a thing at my work between me and a couple other coworkers. Like we love this thing and I can't remember yeah. if he showed it to me and then I showed it to you or you showed it to me and then I showed it to them. I think that's the way I think you showed it to me, but, um, it, yeah, it's just kind of, yeah, this I mystery think, now. I think I found it. I, I, and yeah, I do. I do believe I remember that and text it to you. And, yeah. uh, we'd always thought it'd be funny to do an episode about, uh, about this video and the funny thing is we're not actually even doing an episode about this video we found other training videos that, <laughs> <laughs> that are inspired from this video um, but if you do get the if you do get the curiosity just look up pizza hut training video 1988 
And you know, what's funny is you brought your, we, you and I each picked a video mm -hmm. that wasn't this one to talk about today. Mm -hmm. And all three of them were made in 1988. Oh, so really? 1988 was the time to get a job. Like <laughs> that's the when all jobs time. were created, and they were like, "We need a training <laughs> video." <laughs> that's when work was created in 1988. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, so I don't know. Some of you may not know what a training video is, and that's fine. Um, must be nice. No, <laughs> they don't have training videos for YouTube influencers. Yeah, well, I don't think we have anybody that listens to the show that's a YouTube influencer. Um, that's right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so, okay, so here, here's what's kind of funny. You and I have worked sort all sorts of odd jobs throughout our lives. Um, uh, I've, I've talked a, a little bit about this in the show, but um, in 2020, you know, I had started doing my freelance business officially late 2018, and it was a massive struggle for a couple of years to the point to where um a lot of debt um maxed out all the credit cards like it was bad and i literally did not have a dollar to my name and uh this was early 2020 and i was like i i have to get a job like but i can't like get like i'm not ready to make that career move of like all right let's let's find another agency to work for because the last decade i'd worked for graphic design agencies yeah and I was like, I'm not ready for that level of commitment yet because it was hard leaving my last job. I was there for seven years. Uh -huh. And um, so I was like, well, let me find something temporary. And that's kind of where it gets a little hard because it's like, what do you want to do temporarily? Well, nothing really. I mean, I kind of, you know, so Home Depot kind of came into the picture and I've joked my whole life, not joked, but I mean, I've meant it to some degree. I've always wanted to work at a, a big box lumber store yeah. more or less and i've been obsessed with them since i was a kid i remember one birthday we had we have a, a place called sutherland sutherland lumber in joplin mm -hmm. um where we lived close by and i wanted to go there for my birthday one year like <laughs> it's it's a lumber yard it's it's a home depot uh, but i've always loved it and i've always thought like you know like it just feels like a place you want to shop at. I don't know everything. It just it's always appealed to me. And this is before I started woodworking. This is before I even owned my own power tools. And um, I got a job there, and uh, I still work there to this day. I, I work on Saturdays now, thankfully, uh, due to freelance business picking up. Um, here's the craziest thing. I remember the day I applied to Home Depot. I hadn't had a single job that year of 2020. This is early 2020, but 2019 was so bad that 2020 was already off to a negative start. And this is pre-COVID. Uh -huh. <laughs> so yeah. stuff was about to get real bad. But I um, I applied for Home Depot and I was kind of in the middle of negotiating my next freelance project. And the day I got a call back to Home Depot... I got the yes on one of the biggest projects I'd ever worked on in, in my career at that point that was going to take me nine months to complete and was going to be like in the f three, f five figure price point. Was it the video game? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and, and it was like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. both, I got accepted to Home Depot that day and then got approval on the job I put a bid on. And it was kind of one of those things where I was like, you know what? I'm going to still follow through with the Home Depot job because I'm not going to get paid right away for the freelance gig. Yep. And um, I, again, did not have a dollar to my name. So um, I, I went ahead with the job and it turned out like I like it. 
And so as business got better and you know today doing much better, I have a solid business. Thank you, God. <laughs> and I can feed my family, we paid off all of our debt. It's insane. Um, but I keep Home Depot because I like it. I really do. Like I, I enjoy that work. Um, I only do like a half day on Saturday. I like the people I work with. I like getting out of the house, man. If that's yeah. one thing I've taken for granted as being a freelancer is like you just stay home all the time. Like I like to get out of the house. I like to go. Um, it's fun to walk into the store and, and people are like, hey, Cole, what's up, man? You know, and it's just like, oh, it's good to be noticed. Yeah. You know, like it's it's good to like have that interaction. And um, and I just use that money to like, you know, have fun. Like it's like I it's money that I use that doesn't come out of our expenses on the monthly that I don't have to feel guilty about. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool that that kind of started from a place of desperation and, and even pain <laughs> to yeah. now being like, I've been able to redeem it as something that's like, hey, this is positive. Yeah. Like, and then it was positive then. I just couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. But anyway, I had to do the training videos and I had yeah. not done or sat through a training video since I was in college and high school when yeah. I was doing more of the I guess every man job, more or less, you could say. Um, but it, it reminded me of those Pizza Hut videos when I was doing this. And um, unfortunately, the Home Depot ones are really nice and they're really cool oh, and they're man. not cheesy. <laughs> so I was a little disappointed. <laughs> but um, it was interesting to sit through literally uh, a week of watching videos before I could even step foot on the floor. Oh my gosh, Depot. a week? Yes. Oh uh, Walmart God. was the same way. When I worked at Walmart in high school, um, there was a week of training, video wow. training and, um, you know, questionnaires as well. Like, like with Home Depot, there's so many safety things you have to know. So like, you know, cleaning up chemicals or handling, you know, um, certain products that yeah. are dangerous and yeah. like lift machines and stuff like that. So th it's, it's a little bit more involved, but at the same time, it's a long time to be watching videos. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I've honestly only gone through this experience once cause I've only had I worked at a grocery store and so like I had to do the training duty, but it was like a couple hours, like one That's time, it. Wow. one time. Yeah. But I, I was a courtesy clerk. So I mean, like I was watching a training video to learn how to sack groceries. So that's about all I had to, all I had to learn. <laughs> so is that, that's what you did at the grocery store? You were a sack sacker? Yeah. So, um, I started out as a sacker and then I think after about two or three years, I started working in the grocery department. So I would like, um, you know, stock the shelves and, um, it was a very physical job. Like I, I credit a lot of the latent muscularness that I still have, uh, that is fading <laughs> fast with my age that I, I attribute to that job because I worked there for, I'd say about seven or eight years and I worked there. Yeah. Uh, I started there when I was like 16 and then I worked there all the way up until I graduated college. Um, <clears throat> wow. And, um, and, but yeah, it was a really physical, physical, physically demanding job. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about more a little bit later, but. Uh, yeah. So outside of like the design agencies you worked at, that's the only job you've had is the, grocery clerk technically i did work for two weeks at a uh it i call it a restaurant but it was a glorify <laughs> it was a it was a very big concession stand at a baseball field 
Um, okay. So it wasn't like, you know, the little rinky dink concession stand where you walk up and there's like candy and, you know, soda and popcorn. It was like a, you can walk into this building, sit down, you could order a hot dog, hamburger, sandwich, you know, drink, you could order a meal and go in yeah. and, and, you know, we would prepare it in the back and, and bring it out to you and you could sit down and eat. And, um, so like they had like fancy cash registers and like it, it, so it was more than just like the little concession stand in the middle of a ballpark. It was like, I consider it more of a restaurant. And so I yeah, worked there. I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah. I started there when I was 15 and a half. Um, and I only worked there for maybe two or three weeks before I got the job at the grocery store. And, um, I actually have a funny story from the concession stand because, um, I I had to work the cash register and I had no idea how to work the cash register. So like the very <laughs> first customer that came up to me, he he ordered like he ordered stuff for his whole family. So he got like hot dog, two popcorns, three sodas, you know, some candy, some nachos, stuff like that. And I didn't type anything into the, <laughs> to the cash register because I didn't know what to press. And I'm just like uh okay. And then I I just made up a price. I was like that'll be <laughs> 750 and he was like wow that's cheap <laughs> and he gave me like a 10 and i gave him some change and and i was just like i can't do this anymore <laughs> yeah it's like i'm out <laughs> yeah oh my gosh uh that's funny well i mean yeah that's that's pretty good though i mean that you were able to i don't know i've had so many jobs it's kind of ridiculous um yeah I guess my first job, like I, you know, and this wasn't like employed by anybody, but I started mowing lawns as a kid for yeah. my, my grandparents. Um, and they lived separately. So it was two, two yards I worked on. Um, but I, that was my money in the summer to buy CDs, which it's funny. Not much has changed for me. It's like, I still just have a job so I can buy music. That's, that's the habit I'm addicted to. I've never not been buying music. Um, so uh i did lawn mowing and i i kept up with their lawns until you know they um until i moved you know to tennessee um or you know one of them that passed away so did that i worked my first actual job i worked i think i was 16 and i worked for the school as a groundskeeper so in the summer and it was a summer job but i basically weed eated the schools so there's like three different school systems in in my hometown um and they're not different. They're just like, you've got the campus, they're separate campuses. So you have your lower grade, your middle grade, and your high school. And yeah. I would start on a Monday, we eating one, one school, and then take me all the way to Friday to make my way through all three to the next week, everything had grown back. So you just start over again. Yeah. <laughs> but my friend, I had a friend who did that with me and he had a truck and you know, we drove around and we would just like, oh, it was so fun, dude. We would <laughs> mow the yards and they just go sit under a tree and chill you know like because like school wasn't in session there was nobody watching you you know because it, it's a big area you got to go through and so we would just go get like brahms and eat some cheeseburgers take a nap you know outside yep. oh man That's <laughs> start working again and like every morning dude every morning i showed up there and clock in and i'd buy uh, a pack of chocolate donuts and a coke and that yep. was my breakfast Ooh. like to be 16 again yeah dude <laughs> Uh, um, it's so funny I, to that like, was one of my favorite jobs ever it's so funny to think of like yourselves in the sense of like your past lives almost because like yeah um i was talking to our friend kelly this was a while ago so like 
the lives that she's lived even since this conversation. But she was telling me that like, you know, she worked on a construction site at one point as like a foreman or something. And I'm like, God, just the, what you've done before you turned 21, I don't think I would accomplish in my entire life. But then, you know, thinking back to like even the grocery store job that I had, like I was doing things that I can't imagine myself doing now even as an almost, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be 37 in a couple months, but like I consider myself almost 40. Um, yeah, but like, <laughs> I, I'm in that mindset of like, I'm, I might as well be. 40. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like I was, you know, 18 or 19 years old and I'm driving a forklift. I'm unloading huge pallets from trucks, talking to truck drivers who are coming in from all over the country. Some of them are really scary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like lifting pallets up to the top of a ceiling, taking them down. I'm unloading stuff. There was a point where I actually worked overnight. I worked the night shift. So I would go in at like 1130 and then I would get off at six when the store opened. And, um, and then I would go to school. That was when I was in college. So, um, I would go and I only really did that over the summer because it was, it wasn't sustainable once school started back up. Yeah. But, um, I would like work overnight and then wake up or not wake up. I go home, change, and then go to my summer school classes and then, you know, come home and sleep for a little bit until I had to go back to work that night. And, uh, but I just like, I can't even imagine doing that now. Oh no, no. I mean, it. And uh, maybe, and we'll probably discuss this once we start watching watching one of these videos. But like, I uh, kind of the same way. Like, you know, I did the I did the groundskeeper stuff. Um, I actually I worked at I worked at Walmart for about three years through the towards the end of high school and early college, and I was a cart pusher. Yeah. In the summers, I worked with my the drummer in the band. I um one of the first bands I was in, his dad owned a lawn business, like legit lawn business. And he and I would work for him in the summer. So we'd work at like, sorry, 6 a.m., yeah. mow till about two o'clock. And then, um, you know, we would get to have like band practice, you know. I bet you were at, in really at, good at shape. The house. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. The best shape of my life was, you know, <laughs> back then. It's, it's, it's a trick, man. You get older and you get a desk job, then that's expect the beer gut to come or I, whatever. I tell you, when I was probably 22, 20, 21, 22, uh, I was in college and I had taken a walking fitness and weightlifting class one summer. So I would wake up, go to my weightlifting class, and then immediately after weightlifting was my walking fitness class. So I would walk for like 45 minutes after just lifting weights. And then I had like an art class that was really long. And then after art class, I would go to work at the grocery store for four hours every night. So like I was in the best shape I've ever been in my entire life. And I, I, yeah. I almost like envy you working at um, Home Depot sometimes because it's like, I would want to recreate that time in my life. Like, you know, <laughs> wake up, work out, and then go do a physically demanding job because I know I would get back into shape doing that. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. My so 2020, I went when I started working at Home Depot. I did five. No, I did four four days a week because I was still trying to like I wasn't giving up on freelance. I just needed something to supplement my freelance. I had gotten I worked like four days a week 
and for probably about five months like I, I eventually the busier I got or you know the steadier the income was I would just take on less days but man for that four months of like uh, four days a week I dropped tons of weight yeah. like I sure like I shed like 35 pounds or something like that and I was like looking and feeling good. I was like, holy crap, you know, this is great. And then once business got better, freelance, <laughs> so being at home working, I was like, okay, let me move down to three days a week. So I just knocked the day off. And then towards the end of the year, I was like, okay, two days a week. And then started 2021 with, uh, I went back to three days a week in 2021 because early of the year always seems to be slow with freelance. You've got everybody like redoing their budgets and everything. So you're just kind of waiting. Um, but now I'm down to, you know, I did three times a week through, I don't know, the middle of spring and just now once a week, I've been doing once a week for almost a year and, uh, not, not in shape or thin anymore. Like it's it's not even like you, you would have to be like four days plus of physical labor to just be able to maintain the physique that you could obtain doing that when you were like in your 20s so it's not necessarily i think the job as much as your body is just not even like it's not the same like it just retains everything you eat so much differently than when you were younger (laughs) well like i can remember um my work wanted to work you as much as they possibly could without making you a full-time employee so at that time and i don't know if it still is that was like 32 hours a week so like you were still technically considered part-time yeah. if you were under 32 hours a week. So I would usually work 31, 30, 31 hours a week. So like that meant I would work like four or five, four hour shifts during the week. And then like one weekend day, I would work an eight hour shift. And so like I was constant. And like when I worked as a courtesy clerk, and also in the grocery department, you're constantly walking. Like I really wish that I had a Fitbit back then so that I could have tracked like how much I walked in one day. And it was constant. Yeah. Like unless you were sitting down for a break, you were always on your feet. You were always moving. You're always lifting things. It was awesome. Yeah, I know. It's 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 kind of nice sometimes. It feels good to get a good work in and to get a good sweat. Like yeah. Um, I like what I do freelance wise. Like I like this career, but like, I don't, it's different. Like if I go mow my yard, the satisfaction I get after that is so different than when I finish a project. Yeah. Like, you know, and like, I don't get paid to mow my yard. It's just, that's just what you have to do. But the, the act of like physically doing something like physical and not, and you know, drawing is, drawing is no joke. Our backs will hurt hands will hurt arms will hurt i mean there's 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 things that you're doing when you're at the desk but it's it's so different do your fingertips hurt after you draw oh yeah yeah, i like almost can't even feel mine anymore yeah i think it's called carpal tunnel well i worry it's like (laughs) either that or diabetes like i don't (laughs) (laughs) i know i've been doing the same research like why is my hand numb all the time yeah (sighs) it's anyway Let's not bore anybody anymore, but let's get into a training video. So um, we're going to give this a shot. Mike and I are on Zoom right now. We're doing a screen share, but we we are going to watch a training video from 1988 and we're going to uh, have some commentary on it. And uh, it's it's pretty dang funny. Yeah. And, um, and if you want me to pause it anytime to talk, just tell me to pause it. Because yeah. I forget that you can't control the video. as That's well. true. All right, so this is only about an eight and a half minute video, so 
y'all hang tight this will be a good one yeah <laughs> the first video we're gonna watch is um i mike i've not heard of this place jewel it's i guess it's a grocery store and uh or it was i don't even know if it's still um still happening so it was filmed uh in chicago so we do have a chicago listener i know mike petrick mention him all the time on the show he he lives in chicago so mike if you know about jewel grocery stores let me know <laughs> i want to know more about it but this is a training video from 1988 and uh it's a cus customers first is the video so if you want to look it up on youtube highly suggest it uh, imagery is half the video, okay? But the the commentary on this video is absolutely hilarious. Yeah. It is a blast. And I, I did hear somewhere that, I don't know if everybody, but I think most of the people in here actually work at the Jewel that they filmed this at. So they used real employees. Yeah, I mean, and they do a pretty fantastic job. What, so, you know, and again, if you've not had a job like this before, essentially you get hired, you go in, um, and you have to watch some of these videos and usually every and from even from like back then like i'm noticing there's not too much different than the home depot videos i watch where there's an acronym of like you know act or first or whatever it is you know um a, a key word and then you know each letter means something and it and it's kind of the values of the store and the company and so they're hoping that when you watch this video you will take on you know these key phrases or these key words and implement them into your job so it's to get you hyped to get you informed and kind of give you an idea of how, how to handle situations yes. um so that's that's why this exists um and god bless the people who have uploaded these to youtube because <laughs> i i just i mean because i've never worked at pizza i've never worked at jewel i've never even heard of jewel but now i get to know what it was like to watch the videos yeah. <laughs> on training day and i will say like i can't remember our training video from the grocery store exactly but it was very similar to this like they talk about a lot of the same things oh yeah <clears throat> okay i'll go ahead and start customers first it's customers first Go ahead and get a little pause. Ooh, all right. That shout out to the saxophone, right? Um, <laughs> uh, this intro screen, you gotta watch this video, but um, it could not scream 1988 more. And it's it it's like almost the, like spoofing. Like this is something that you feel yeah. like would be spoofing the 80s, but it's like this is real. I know that's that's it's so funny being so far removed from our favorite decade because like if somebody said yo. And, and literally, I, I did a podcast art for someone last year, and they're like, we wanted to look totally 80s and 90s. We want the shapes and the bright colors and the zigzag. I'm looking at this. Yeah. I mean, you change <laughs> customers first to the podcast art, you know, the name of the podcast show, and that's what... And it's like, I had to, like, dig deep. But, like, this was, for all intents and purposes, like, hey, this is hip. This yeah. is now. Yeah. What, you know, this is graphic design of the moment so <laughs> i just like to soak this in but killer intro yeah you can go ahead and start back up customers first you're looking good in all you do making new friends the whole <laughs> oh my god it's customers first you're a real pro at jewel <laughs> i mean an amazing amazing cast lineup so far you could um, you could sub in any like 80s and 90s 
family sitcom intro into this and it yeah the intro i mean the only thing missing were the names of the employees (laughs) as they flash upon the screen but like this is gold um and man i don't know these this is something i kind of miss too and there's not a lot of places that do this anymore um but like legit uniforms right so the first we're seeing the uh the training leader in the break room talking to the employees and she is wearing i mean this is a beautiful outfit it's it's got like a an ascot of some sort but it's kind of frilly and the 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 shirt she's wearing the blouse is very apron like but with long sleeves i mean it's it's something to behold Um, it's kind of like a royalty mid-century artist's frock (laughs) (laughs) but it's 1988 so you know i don't know i don't know i this must be to the older shoppers like we want we want to make this grocery store like charming to the old folks that will come and shop here and we get to see some old folks in this commercial that's fantastic or in this training video rather yeah um but yeah did you when you were at the grocery store what was the attire like uh so it definitely got cooler as i worked there um but in the very beginning uh you had to wear these like beige uh polo shirts and um they had like exploding grocery bags all over them um real subtly um and and then you had to either wear i think you had to wear khaki pants i don't think you could wear black pants at that time um but then um because also so like when i first started working there we were albertson's and um then albertson's i remember albertson's yeah we were we closed down and it became a williams store it was bought by a williams company um, so we were called Williams for a while. And at the time that it was Williams, we had to wear like, um, uh, it was like maroon, I think. And then you could wear black pants at that time. We could start wearing black pants. And then we got bought by Homeland. And when it was Homeland, we got to wear blue shirts, like blue Navy, uh, polos and black pants. So that was, it nice. was a lot nicer when we were Homeland. Yeah, I, I miss, I don't see a lot of uniforms these days. I mean, I think for the most part, t-shirts are the norm. Um, or like, you know, uh, like if you go to McDonald's, I remember back in the day, McDonald's used to wear the polo shirt that had the M on it embroidered. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd wear a hat, like a McDonald's visor of some sort. Yeah. Um, and slacks. And that was, you know, I mean, and I know that had to feel goofy, like putting on the uniform to go to work, but that was just kind of how it was. Um and now it's like okay everybody gets t-shirts with the logo on it or maybe it's a t-shirt with a mcdonald's promotion on it or whatever like it's just like just show up you know don't don't look like trash wear something clean if you can you know and and if it says you know you know mcdonald's or whatever on it then you're good to go like there's not there's not much there's not much presentation in the way of, of of what things used to be like but seeing this commercial like the uniforms are just they're sharp (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I feel like the people that work at Target, as long as you are wearing something red, you can wear whatever you that's, want. That's true. Like, I yeah, get mistaken I, for a Target employee anytime I wear, like, a red shirt in there. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, like, you're like holding your kid's hand, yeah. and they're, like, <laughs> it's like oh, that's kind of strange. Like, I don't work here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. The jewel policy for behavior at the front end is the same as it is for all jewel service and management positions. Namely, the customer comes first. Now, anybody can say that, but what does it mean at jewel? Let's start with the F. F stands for friendly. 
Well, here's a friendly situation. <laughs> See what you think. She reminds me of Roseanne. Hey, what was the name of that place? Uh, I can't remember, but uh, they were there together. Together? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, if these are, in fact, actual employees, I think they've got the wrong career, my guy. <laughs> like, I really think they should have been in television yeah. or the film. You know, like... <clears throat> This this guy talking about the you know what they're gossiping yeah yeah you know and like the way he's telling it you know like I mean just the head bobbing and yeah. just like the oh yeah I'm dishing <laughs> the real dirt sister like that is what's happening it's just so funny like it, it's hilarious yeah <laughs> hey what was the name of that place uh, I can't remember but uh, <laughs> they were there together together. <laughs> <laughs> together so like what i have she, to say, she's amazing in this else. by the way that it's basically these two characters yeah. but like she like whips her head and body around <laughs> like fully like together <laughs> she she's and awesome the, like this is this yeah. is something that we used to do at the grocery store all the time and at the time i was like uh, we we broke this rule all the time like we would talk back and forth to each other and we you know completely ignored the the customer but now as a customer <laughs> i do get really offended when i see like the, it's true the cashier talking to and they're like could you at least tell me hello <laughs> yeah i know dude I, I i feel the same way like i i i often have to like this this video has kind of made me realize like the position we used to be in because like you know like you were saying now as the customer yeah you know i i do like when i show up like i i don't want to hear like what you're talking about, you know, yeah. or I don't actually want to hear how your day is going, you know, or I don't really how, want you how talking tired at you all. Are. Like, don't I, like, if you're going to talk, <laughs> talk to me, but I don't really want you talking to me either. Right. Like, let's not keep it personal, but acknowledge my presence and then help me to move on through this, yeah. you know, through this experience we're having. Like, uh, uh, no um, conversation. But the, the, yeah, the lady in the the lady that's being ignored though. She kind of looks like she looks very irritated, but kind of like I wish they'd let me talk about you know what they're talking about. It's almost as like she the way she's acting is like she knows who they're talking about, and it's just like, am I gonna get to say anything? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, what, if, what if they're actually talking about her? She's the girl that he was. He was there <laughs> she's together. like, I'm right here. <laughs> it wasn't a date, Crystal. <laughs> Uh, when you're among friends, uh, being friendly usually begins with some kind of greeting or intro. Yeah. Whenever a customer moves into your intro. lane, that's your cue to say something. Hi, how you doing today? <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hi, did you find everything you need today? <laughs> how do you like this weather? <laughs> Good morning, would you like a cart? <laughs> see, that's a nice pin you're wearing. Oh, I see you picked one of my favorites here. Hi, Mrs. Martin. Good to see you again. The next point we want to make is Some great eyebrow movements. Sometimes it's easier said than done. Excuse me, I couldn't find the bean sprouts. Could you help me? Bean sprouts? I don't know where they are. Do you, Steve? Hey, I just bag groceries. Um, it's not part of my job. <laughs> Look, I, I got a lot of people here. I think we're out of them, anyways. Come on through. You can go back and get them later. That was always my excuse. It's like if I couldn't find something, I'd be like, "Yeah, we're out of it." 
Oh my gosh! I'll, I'll, let me let me rant on this hill a bit. Um, <laughs> okay, so first off, like just to pr you know set up the rest of the video, these two characters, um, woman cashier and a, and, a, and a young man sacking groceries. Um, this this woman, the, the the bad experience that you you know, there's always like here's the worst you can do, and yeah. then they supplement it with like here's what you should do. I'm gonna be honest, man. Everything that's coming out of this lady's mouth at first, you know, the first like it's what we've all wanted to say. Yeah. When we're working, you know, like it's so honest, like, I don't know where it is. <laughs> Look at all these people I've gotten line. I don't got time for you. You know, like, no crap. Like so Yeah. <laughs> it also is very frustrating. Um to not like at least like humor me. At the very least, humor me. Like, I've I've got two <laughs> I've got two stories about this. I'll make them quick. One was pretty recent. We uh we we were leaving Lydia's dance class one night and we had to swing through a fast food joint to get some dinner. And we go through the drive-thru and we've been waiting forever. And it's kind of frustrating because it's like, why is this taking so long? Yeah. Um, you know, also we're leaving, you know, we had just left dance. Like we, the whole point was to get something quick so we can eat and get get Lydia to bed because her, you know gotta go to bed she's a kid and um and uh what happened was as soon as we get to the window the girl that was working it she's like um so the computers just went down and i can't take your car payment oh, and i'm like okay God. i've got cash can you do that no no i can't take the cash either because the register's not working i'm like okay well i'm pretty sure my food's ready like can I go to the next window and just grab the food? Like, can I leave the money here? You know, can I leave you the, the 20 bucks? You keep the change or whatever. You know, file away later. So, uh, let me go ask somebody. <laughs> and she doesn't move. Like, she kind of steps to the side, out of the side of the window. And I'm looking at her. And she doesn't do anything. It, it, two seconds later, comes around, she's like, yeah, I just can't. I'm like, well, what are you, like, what are you going to do with our food? She's like, um... I'm probably just gonna set it to the side and wait till somebody else can order it and they can pay for it. Oh my I'm like, god, gross! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, who's gonna order the exact meal I ordered? Like, it was very specific. Like, Brett's got a specific order. Mine's pretty basic, but then we got a kids' meal. I'm like, what are the odds that you know, 30 minutes from now or an hour from now that somebody's gonna want the same thing? Let alone, are you really gonna give them old food? Like, that's disgusting. Where was this? What's it was Wendy's. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I go up. There was someone in front of me getting their food. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to ignore her. I'll go to the second window and talk to somebody else. I see the person in front of me getting their food. And then I pull up. And I was like, hey, I was just told back there I can't pay for the food. Are, are, the, are the machines running yet? And, you know, and he's like, no, I don't know what we're going to do. I'm like, well, that's my food on the counter. Like, you know, I can tell it's a kid's meal. There's yeah. a Sprite, you know. And I was just like could i at least get my food like are you are you gonna throw it away like we've been waiting for over 30 minutes and it was it was over half an hour it was absolutely ridiculous yeah and um it was one of those drive-thrus too that you just can't back out of they've yeah. got you kind of you know you know mortared in or whatever and so um eventually the kid just like grabs the food and hands it to me he's like i won't tell if you don't tell i'm like yeah. okay it's <laughs> <laughs> like take the food and drive off i'm like no manager in sight like right. i see him back there he's not coming to the window he's not wanting to talk to me i'm just like i'm not sitting here trying to be a pest but i'm sitting here like seriously it's not my fault the computer's not working yeah I, i've offered to leave cash on the table the food's ready do not throw this away yeah like don't 
That that would be such an insult and a waste. Yeah. And uh, but I'm just like nobody wants to jump in and help. It's just like I don't know, I can't do it. And yep. it's just like that's not true. Yeah. You know, exactly. Totally not true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, the other story I'll wait till later. But anyway, I so we had something very sim very quick story. We had something very similar to that happen. We went to Chick Fil A one night, and um, usually Chick Fil A is awesome. Like I was super about to quick. say, I'm almost shocked that yeah. Chick Fil A has done any wrong. Yeah, because they they can they can run the government. You know, I mean, exactly. I don't know that <laughs> they they are so efficient. There it is absolutely insane. I love because they 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 do really well with like greeting the customer. You know, my yes. pleasure, everything like that. Anyway, so like we went and we ordered. Um, I ordered it through the app first, usually because it's usually like ready when you get there. And so like um, I we ordered it, we parked in the 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 takeaway parking spot and we still had to wait like 20, 25 minutes. And they finally brought the food out. And before we left, we like looked through to make sure everything was in there. And they were we were missing like half of. Oh, our my order. gosh. What the heck? So like I go inside to let them know that, you know, we only got half of our order and they're like, they they have such a confused look on their face of like, no, we brought you your order. And I'm like, I know, but see, look at the receipt. Like, I only have two bags here and I should probably have like three or four. Like we're missing a kid's meal. I'm missing my food. Heather only has half of her order. And they're like so confused as to like what's happened. And then they like go back and they, they essentially, they were like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm, we're just gonna remake your order. And so I was like, fine. And then like in the time that they're remaking the order, somebody finds the extra bags and um, they were like, it, it was so weird because they like showed me the extra bags and they were like, um, but we're making you your new food. And I was like, by that point, I'd already been there like almost 40 minutes. And I'm like, no, just give me this food. I mean, this is the food that you were going to give me anyway. Don't yeah. don't make me wait for a completely new food. Just give me this one. They're like, no, no. Are you sure? I mean, we're just gonna throw this food away. I'm like, no. This is just just give me the food. <laughs> and so like, <laughs> I just I took it. And I was like, no, it's seriously fine. It's fine. And I just walked out. And I I took the food and I left. And <laughs> but it was like that was one of our more. And then like I had a really weird experience at McDonald's recently that I was telling Heather about. And I I think she she was actually with me at the time. So like we ordered two kids meal for the kids and then i ordered something and she ordered something and then the guy was just really weird at the window so like he was like handing me the the kids meal and then he goes oh no uh, and like pulls it back like he's like playing with me and i'm like what the fuck is going on right now and like because i because like i thought he could see coda in the back so i'm like is he pretending to like is he trying to play with coda like making it look like he's joking around with me for coda's sake or is this guy really playing with because he did it with everything that he was handing oh me but like the drinks he'd weird. hand them to me and then he'd pull it back and be like oh no no and i'm like what are what reaction are you looking for from me right now <laughs> yeah, <it's> like <laughs> Because I'm obviously oh not gosh. giving it to you. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious and yeah. super weird. <laughs> it was very weird. I was like, we're never going back to this McDonald's, even though it's our favorite one to go to because they usually prepare the food really well. Like, you know how like some McDonald's seem to like half-ass things, but then others do really well. Literally all McDonald's try to half-ass <laughs> things. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I haven't been to a McDonald's that's blown me away since the 80s. <laughs> uh, all right. 
Now, here's the professional way to react to this situation. Excuse me, I couldn't find the bean sprouts. Could you help me? Would you like fresh or canned bean sprouts? Canned. I'll call the grocery department to find out what aisle they're in so you'll know next time you need them. But today I'll have somebody bring them up for you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, pause right there. <laughs> All right, so good reaction? I don't know, maybe. Here's 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 the thing I've kind of learned. I've had someone say this to me, and it's it comes off a bit rude, uh-huh. right? Like, <clears throat> you know, so you'll know next time you yeah. come. Kind of like... I'm going to do you a solid, but if you ask me this again the next time, you should know better. I've told you what the aisle is, you know, and I expect you to know where the damn bean sprouts are (laughs) amongst all the other things that have going on in your head at this very moment. You know, that's the information I'm going to choose to hold on to. They're in aisle eight. Yep. Not probably not likely, but maybe. And in some ways I'm like, you know, maybe we should be a little bit more forward with customers and be like, yeah, I will help you out this time. But for future reference, you can do this, that, and the other. Because I feel like sometimes we just kind of baby the customer a bit to where, you know, they just kind of don't have to do anything. They're not expected to, like, know anything. You know, it's like, I don't know. But that, she makes multiple comments like this where it is, like, it does, it's nice, but comes off kind of backhanded a bit, like, you know. Yeah. I had this exact time you'll know. I had this exact exact thing happened to me a few days ago i was mailing something at the post office to our our buddy mark and um i got there a few minutes before it even opened and so i was like waiting in the parking lot and then we all went inside and we were waiting for them to unlock the door i was the first one in line and then she was like ringing it up and weighing it and everything and and she was super nice. I mean, she said it super friendly, but she was like, you know, we've got a machine out in the lobby that will do this for you since you're paying with a card. You don't have to wait in line next time. It's open 24-7, seven days a week. And I was like, oh, okay, that's great. Um, I'll do that next time. But but she did say that sh- so you'll know for next time. And I just kind of inherently took that as so you'll know for next time, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Which is like- <laughs> I, I would be like, well, maybe next time you'll just be available to help me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, maybe I wanted to come in here and have you do it for me. <laughs> That's what, dude. I I had kind of similar, but it was like it was it was super ridiculous. I went, I physically walked in. So I've I've kind of had it with Little Caesars. We don't eat there very much anymore. Yeah. But um, I cannot deal with a single employee at Little Caesars, no matter the location. So yeah. I started doing the pizza portal. Yes. Where. You just walk in, you don't have to say anything, you pull it out of the machine and you leave. It's the best. And it's almost making me wish all food services were like this. Mm -hmm. And here, I'm gonna preface this too. I've worked in the food industry. I worked at McAllister's Deli for three years. Mm -hmm. Like I know all about sweeping the floors, mopping, customer service, waiting on tables, delivering food. You know, I delivered catering as well for McAllister. So I've been, I've been in these shoes. Like, I don't I, I don't want the, the stories I tell them make it sound like I'm just some privileged jerk. But it is kind of like I I mean, I currently work at Home Depot. I do customer service on my weekend. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not you know, I get it. But um, <laughs> I went in physically and I ordered and uh, I'm standing right there. He says it's going to be about 20 minutes. Well, it's a drive to get there, which is why we don't eat there anymore, but we were really craving it. So I was like, well, I drove, you know, 15 minutes out of the way. I'll wait. And so 
multiple people come in and order and next thing i know they're all getting their food and they order more than i did and they're leaving and he kind of looks at me he's like what did you have again and i said i had this that and um he's like okay let me go check on that so he goes back and i see him talking to the cook back there and she's kind of like she does a shrug and i'm thinking like oh my god it's never good yeah when he sees my shrug yeah and um he's like we'll have that right out they literally just started making it after being there for over 30 minutes. Oh my gosh. He brings it up to the front, does not apologize, does not tell me he forgot the order, even though I know because I can read the body language and the and you know the implications, like yeah. how they're talking to each other. Yeah. And I look at the bread and I was like, Oh, I need the can I get some marinara sauce? And he pulls one out from behind the counter and says, This is usually a dollar. Oh, um he's no. like um but but i'll let you have it this time oh my god let me have it bro i'm about to let you have it you <laughs> know what i mean like i'm just like okay fine i'll give you a dollar but i actually just paid you 15 of these dollars you're speaking of and you still forgot my food yeah. and that's you know what i mean <clears throat> like what what difference would it make at this point yeah <laughs> it's like no apology Next time it's a dollar. I'm like, really? Next time? And oh, oh, you got me? Like this whole meal should have been free. I've been standing in your lobby like an asshole for an hour. You yeah. know, like this looks, this looks crazy. I have two but quick, anyway. two quick little Caesar stories because we've actually been doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is now our grumpy old man episode. <laughs> we've, I've actually been ordering delivery from Little Caesars lately because I've had so many questionable experiences at our little caesars lately that it's just easier <laughs> to have somebody bring it to us um because that's true usually when i get little caesars everybody else is having something different so i'll order mine and while they're delivering it i'll go pick up everybody else's food like heather we usually get chinese food and stuff like that um but like the last time i went in there um i had done the pizza portal but i forgot my phone and so, like, you can't open the pizza portal unless you have the code or your thing to scan on the pizza portal. Yeah. And so, since I didn't have my phone, I didn't know the code, and I obviously I didn't have it to scan. So, I just went in, and I told him my name and my order. And, I mean, this kid had to have been 13 years old. There was no way he was older than that. I mean, he was just, like, he had no idea what he was doing. But, I mean, he, I walked up to the thing, and he just stared at me. No, like, hello, how are you? What can I do for you? He just looked at me and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I, I like it's, I stood there for a second cause I was legitimately waiting for him to say something to me. Uh, but then I just said, um, I'm here to pick up an order from Mike. Um, I don't have my phone. I can't open the pizza portal. And, um, he, he was like, uh, okay, let me go ask my manager. And so he went back into the back and apparently I guess it's a rule. You can't just take something out of the pizza portal and hand it to somebody. They have to have a code. And even if wow. you know the name, like how might, how do I know the name of the person in the pizza portal? Um, but anyway, I, uh, he was like, you got to have your code. So I had to go out to the car use Heather's phone to log into my email to get the email to go back in and scan it. And, um, they, again, they didn't give me the, the marinara sauce. So I had to ask them for it. And, um, they, they kind of made a little deal about it too, but 
I did have one good experience one time uh, where I went into a, <laughs> this was before they did the pizza portal and everything. I went in to order a pizza one time at pizza Hut and they, um, he was dealing with somebody at the drive through who was like giving him a hard time for the quality of pizza. And, um, they had just ordered like a hot and ready and they were like, ah, this one doesn't look good. This one, they, they had to open up like three or four pizzas before they approved of it. For them wow. to drive off with it. And the guy looked at me. He was like, man, it's a $5 pizza. What are you expecting? I was like, I know. Um, and he was like, <laughs> I was just kind of like reaffirming his feelings and everything. And kind of bonding with them, I guess. Because he gave me free um, breadsticks or crazy bread and sauce for being so cool. And he was like, man, here you go. You can have this. And I was like, oh, thank nice. you. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. I hope this lady in the video got free bean sprouts. Bean sprouts, yeah. <laughs> Here's another typical situation. Wait a minute. That's not the sale price. It's supposed to be $249. Oh, no, not again. That's the third time this has happened to me today. I don't know why they can't keep these prices straight. Now you're going to have to wait until we get all this straightened out. Hey, you service desk, can you get somebody over here? Now, watch how the pros do it. Wait a minute, that's not the sale price. It's supposed to be $249. Let me call to verify the price. It'll just take a minute. You know, until she said, now you're going to have to wait until we get this all straight out, I didn't think that was that bad of a reaction. No, it is that weird thing, though, of like, again, we are talking too much right now. <laughs> I just told you this is not the sale price. Yeah, we don't need to like we don't need to have that much dialogue. <laughs> like, just, just figure it out. <laughs> Notice she didn't make any commitment before she verified the price. She not only handled the situation correctly, <laughs> she smiled. The nerds taking notes. That's what the S stands for in first. But ah. it's not always easy. This is pretty good. Oh, excuse me. I have a rain check for that cake mix. Terrific. <laughs> Why didn't you give it to me before I rang it up? Now I got to go back and make a correction. <laughs> you shouldn't be using cake mix anyway, Grandma. I hope you're like <laughs> ruining your grandson's birthday. <laughs> I got a better idea. Why don't you save it for the next time, huh? I got That's a better hilarious. idea. Why don't you shove it up your ass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what you're saying. <laughs> but even in her rudeness, they have to keep it PG. Yeah. Let's try it again. Excuse me, I have a uh, rain check for that cake mix. Oh, let me see it. No problem, Mrs. Walker. I'll just take off the regular price. <laughs> and the rain check price. <laughs> see, here's the correct red and the way I rang up. That lady kind of looks like oh, my grandma. Thank you very much. You're welcome. <laughs> You can find something to smile about in almost every situation if you're mm. professional about it. Now, notice how the checker picked up Mrs. Walker's name right off the rain check. This is an excellent opportunity to add that personal touch to each customer. This should also be practiced whenever accepting a check for purchases. <laughs> now, how about that customer who unknowingly right, makes guy. a mistake? This is a great one. Probably my favorite. Hey, mister, not so fast. What's wrong? You see the sign? So what? Well, can you read it? Don't you? You're not allowed in this lane. It's ten items or less. Stop it. I think Heather said that's happened to her, like, 
at the grocery store oh before. They're like, God. man, I you mean, can't I, be in this line. It's 25 items. Yeah, I've had yeah, I've had somebody say that to me before. You know, they <laughs> this woman, she's so mad. She like takes everything like in one arm swoop, like just whoop and throws it back in his car. He's like, Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so good. I love this. I love that guy's style. He's kind of like old man fifties, like. Oh style. yeah. Well, you know, the last time he he started dressing like that when he was sixteen, and he just never stopped. <laughs> Let's put the customer first. Now, here's how to handle it. Excuse me, sir, but did you know that this is a lane for ten items or less? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that. Now, I'll check you through. But next time, as a convenience to the people in line behind you, please remember that the express lane is for 10 items or less. <laughs> next time, I'll remember. All right, Mike, consensus you. here. Thanks. Should she have said something? No. No. I'm, I'm with you. I'm kind of at the point where it's like, look, if this doesn't happen all the time, and I'm not saying with this customer in particular, but if you're not mm -hmm. constantly checking out somebody who has 30-plus items, right? Yeah. Or 10-plus, you know? Um, then maybe just don't even say anything. Like you are just like like what is what is the difference to some degree, right? Like well, the express at, lane. At some point, you if, know, they, if they're doing too many of them, then that's on them. They're not making it clear enough. Right. That little sign isn't doing its job. You need a better sign to yes, let people know. That's a that's <laughs> why a designer yes. is key. Yes. We are problem solvers. The yeah. communication of this is not effective. We need to change it. Yep. It's taking her longer to berate him about his yes. 20 items than it is for her to probably just ring them up. Just scan the Cheerios and the strawberries <laughs> and let the old man out of here. Get him out. <laughs> a smile can help a lot in handling tough customer situations. Wow. If handled correctly, <laughs> Love that hair. customers understand. Glasses, though. Yeah. Sometimes an interruption is necessary to our customers, like uh, when making a shift change or picking up a turn-in. <laughs> Joan, I've got a turn-in for you. Oh, thanks. Now you're going to have to wait around until we count it up. The best approach is to acknowledge the delay, honestly and politely. Weather, aren't you? Excuse me, Joan. I have oh. a turn-in for you. Oh, thanks. Excuse me, but I have to stop for a moment now and do some accounting. It'll just take a minute. I'll get you out of here right away. No problem. That was smooth. That customer. Her, you think she's attractive? Her eyes are doing something to me. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the lady a couple of videos or a couple of segments before had kind of like the really tall, poofy hair. She yeah. was she was pretty pretty cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, the 80s. <laughs> you have to be sensitive to our policies and procedures as well as to the customer's needs. Now we get to our final letter. Ah. T, which is for thank you. Yep. And here's where you have a heavy responsibility. You're in the best position to end the customer's shopping trip on a positive note. Oh, I'm sorry. Could I please have paper bags? <laughs> this is I'm great. sorry too, lady. I've already bagged them. You want paper bags? Here. You can have them. <laughs> you might as well just kick her in the ass way. on the way out. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Could I please have paper bags? Oh, sure. No problem, ma'am. 
There, there you, you go. go. And thanks for shopping with us. Thank you very much. Do you prefer <laughs> paper or plastic? I don't get asked that anymore. You don't? No, and here's here's one thing I do for sure. I mean, I mainly shop at Walmart, so it's always plastic. Mm-hmm. But um, I I don't like customer. <laughs> I don't like customer service these days, so I do self checkout all the time. Oh yeah. So like, like I ne- I rarely ever let somebody check me out. We shop at Crest, and you can't go to customer or uh, self checkout. So all of self checkout is twenty five items or less. So if you oh, have, wow. if you have more than that, you have to go through a line. And um, if you go through self-checkout, it's only plastic. But if you go through a line, uh, you'll get paper unless you specifically ask for plastic. Um, and I love paper sacks. I do too, man. I'm so jealous that you can have that option like that. It feels classic to me, yeah. like having a big paper sack. Of course, it doesn't really tear. I mean, they're fantastic. When I worked at the grocery store, it was you did plastic unless they asked. And at one point, they they told us to stop asking because paper was so much more expensive than plastic. Um, so they were like, unless they ask you specifically for paper, um, just like this lady did. Yeah. Um, we weren't supposed to I ask wish. Them. I wish I was savvy enough to bring my own bags, like yeah. the reusable kind. Yeah. Which I know, like, uh, West Coast cities and places like that, that's kind of a must. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the plastic bags are what I line my trash cans in the house with. See, I use the paper... I'm fancy like that. See, I do that too. <laughs> um, but I use the paper sacks when I'm cooking meats because I'll let the meat juices drain into... Like, I'll put a paper sack down with some a paper towel on top, and then I'll put my meat on top, and it sucks up all the juice. Um all the excess grease i guess not juice um, yeah and and then i can put it back in my pan and finish cooking and mm. uh, so i i tend to use them a lot for cooking nice see they're getting used that's basically recycling yeah using reusing it yeah yeah sometimes <laughs> the game isn't over until it's over watch how that service clerk ignores that customer he just finished bagging for the more she struggles the less he notices Hey, once they're bad, I'm done. Let's try for a slightly more <laughs> What's like a game game show? professional <laughs> finish. Excuse me, ma'am. Let me help you. I'll take these bags to your car for you. Oh, they would be great. Thank you. No problem. Just our way of saying thank you. Thank you so much. Here we go. Five points. Friendly, intro. <laughs> Did you ever do carryouts for anything at Walmart? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I do it to this day. I'm oh, always yeah. having like I get a lot of old people that come through Home Depot who get like mulch or uh, bags of rocks and they you know got to carry it out to their car or yeah. roll it out to their car, or whichever. So it, yeah, it, I, I do that. I do that on the reg. It was Albertson's um, policy that you did a carryout unless they asked you or like they even if they had two bags you had to carry it out to their car unless they told you yeah no and Publix here is like that like yeah. they're always somebody who will walk it out to your car and like sometimes you have to fight them you're like no i'll take it yeah, yeah. guy yeah <laughs> do you get tips uh i have before yeah it's not it's not every shift um kind of depends on what it is and who it is obviously but yeah. like um yeah, usually, usually around Christmas time, people mm-hmm. are really generous, which is nice. Yeah, we were not supposed so. to accept tips, but oh, they, we're not. It either. was kind of understood that we always did, 
And um, one year, it was at Christmas time, this lady, uh, apparently she's known for giving really nice tips. Um, I didn't know this, but I took her groceries out to her car. And she's an, an older lady. She gave me $100. Shut and up. And I didn't realize. And so, like, because we weren't supposed to accept tips, I was usually very quick to, like, take it, say thank you, and then walk back inside. Like, I wouldn't look at how much they gave me. So I felt really bad because I thought she just gave me a dollar or something. And I took it. And I was like, thank you, ma'am. And I and I left. and But, like, you would think that if somebody hands you a $100 <laughs> bill, you would give them a much, you know, more gracious thank you than just thank you, right. ma'am, and walk away. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I always, I've always felt bad about that. That's one of those things uh, that, like, wakes me up at 3 a.m. And I'm like, I wish I could... <laughs> <laughs> Tell that lady thank you. <laughs> oh my Smile gosh. and thank you. It's customers first. That's the mark of a jewel professional. And that's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Customers first. It's customers first. Love it. And there you have it, folks. Customers first. Jewel grocery store training. Customers first. They killed it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, see, I think they were all real people. Yeah. All right. That's a great Yeah, one. absolutely. So <laughs> why are we watching this, Mike? What was what was what was the point of this? Um <laughs> I think I think when we discovered the the Pizza Hut one that kind of started this um this interest um just kind of the nostalgic you know um this one this is so different than the Pizza Hut one because it is showing you what a more realistic reaction most of the time unfortunately you'll get being a customer at a place like you'll get someone who just doesn't want to try for you or someone yeah. who doesn't want to engage with you um you know where the pizza one was like it was all like it was a it was a girl being trained on how to make pizzas and it was just exciting like she was just like oh my gosh i can't believe i work at pizza hut right this is a chance of a lifetime it was almost like more narrative too like yeah and there was she had so much wonderment about it Mm -hmm. this was kind of like this is like all right come in sit down we're going to tell you what not to do yeah and so you you still saw the negative so it wasn't all 80s rainbows and 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 sunshine as as like i we were hoping but it is um the the old the pizza video got me feeling nostalgic because it kind of made me under the false pretense of like wow was this what it was like to go into a pizza hut and order a pizza like Mm -hmm. you just had a big smiling face and you know they treated you like you know you were family or you were the king or whatever and like you just Everything was just fresh and hot and everyone was nice and welcoming, you know, and we, we know the reality of that. It probably wasn't. See, you know I, what I mean, <laughs> I feel like these training videos served a dual purpose in the fact that they they showed you what the company expected. They expected the best of the best service because they know that that's going to get the most profits and the most customer yes. enjoyability. But they're also 
talking to probably like the worst of the worst possible applicants, like maybe somebody that doesn't have a filter that might just say what they're thinking all the time, much like the lady did in the, like the negative reactions. So like they just want to like know that, you know, we could possibly have somebody like that on our team. We need to let them know that that's not how, you know, you should be acting. So they're probably right. hoping for like a median in between the two uh, yeah. extremes, <laughs> which is what we usually get. Yeah, because even the good responses were like overly informative. Yeah. You know, where it's just like, it could just be as simple as like, yeah, let me check on that for you. Yeah. You know, where I don't need like, to explain. <laughs> or she's like, yeah, let me show you on this. the receipt. In red is where I made the correct. I'm like, all right, spaz, calm down. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, okay. You need your receipts over here. I don't um, care that much about the 30 cents. <laughs> Right. Again, you're talking to me too much. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I just came to pick up some some raisin bran, all right? You know? Now let me, let me, let me ask you this quick. question. Let's say something was supposed to be four dollars and fifty cents and it rings up uh, you know, five twenty. Do you say anything? Uh yeah, my wife will make sure I say something. Oh, she, she will? She, okay. She, she is the she, she is the like she she is the salesperson. Like she knows like, okay, nope, that was supposed to be this. Um, you know, so no. See, I, I'll be informed. To that me, it's all it's almost worth in. the dollar worth the dollar to not have to talk to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I see it <clears throat> when we're with her dad. He's he will. Oh man, I would. <laughs> I love my father in law, but I would not want to serve him <laughs> as an employee somewhere because yeah. he's just that guy who's just like. Um, this is not right. No, no, this is not. No, the food does not taste. You know, like it's like he's old. You know, yeah, mid seventies. That's I think that was just a different time. That everybody used to be honest back then and say things. Yeah. Um, he hasn't stopped. So <laughs> squeaky wheel gets a grease. Uh, right. So I see him like fight for prices when he needs to and whatever. And he he's kind of taught me a lot about like. I used to be like, oh, what? who cares? You know, buy buy two, get one free, whatever. And he's the guy who's like, oh, I will do that. Like he will, he will buy something based on, you know, the sale almost all the time. And if there's anything that comes in uh, in addition with that. And I'm like, that's just silly. I don't need three chicken broth cans in my pantry, you know, <laughs> but in a way it's like, um, you might as well, because, you know, if you compare the prices and, you know, that's likely you are going to need one again after you use this one, etc. Like you are saving money. You're spending more at the moment, but you're saving in the long run. Right. So I'm like, all right, I, I guess I got to do that. Like that, that seems to be the responsible thing to do. So I'm about half and half on that. Sometimes I ignore it. Sometimes I'm with it. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to saving money, like on um, the price itself, I I will usually say something like, "Hey, I, this actually this was a buy to get one free or something." Yeah. Because at that point, I'm like, "Don't try to rip me off." Are you trying to rip me off? I don't. Don't you do it? I have started you know. speaking up more in like, um, this it's like they get our order wrong, like we're in the drive-through and like I ordered something very specific. You know, I've gotten to an age where I'm like, no. I waited 15 minutes in line for this. I want what I ordered. Right. When it comes to food, I am not picky. And it's funny because like I can sound very assertive right now, you know, acting out these scenarios, but I don't like confrontation. Yeah. And I pretty much will let you walk all over me. That's exactly. just kind of, and, and, and Brett has given me many a talks like, you do not let people walk over, you know? And I'm just like, no, nah, I just don't want to deal. You know, again, don't just less con, like, I don't need, we don't need to talk. I came here to get a meal or I came here to get a product. Just give it to me and I'll leave. 
Um, I I rarely ever be like, oh, there's onions on my burger. Yeah, I didn't want that. Yeah, because I I don't ever alter orders. I will order straight off the meat. Like I want a number two Coke. Mm-hmm. That's it. No specifications. Partly because I don't care. I will eat anything. But at the same time, like it's not worth my time and it's not worth their time to pick something off my, you know, burger or, you know, do something different. Um, And if they do get it wrong, if I ask for no ketchup and they put ketchup on, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I'll let stuff like that slide. But I don't let them forget things. Right. Don't forget my drink and don't forget my fries. Like if I'm paying a premium now. I'm not going to be shortened, but if you forget to add the condiment to it or whatever, I'm I'm not going to be mad. Yeah. Unless that condiment's cheese, because that's extra, and you know it. <laughs> well, like, we went to Taco Bell one time, and they just, like, completely gave us the wrong thing that Heather ordered. And so, like, I would speak up in a situation like that. If it's completely wrong, uh, of course. Yeah. yeah of yeah. course. Yeah. All right. So, what's the next one we're watching? All right. So, the last one we're going to watch here is the Hardee's Your reputation is on the line also filmed in 1988 nice ready now <laughs> hardy's. <laughs> it's like hardy's movie hardy's i movie. know i love this music i know it <laughs> i just imagine he's about to fall like whoop, whoop, whoop. some sort of banana peel yeah <laughs> I still don't even quite understand this fiasco that's about to happen. I don't feel like it's the cuss the, the employee's fault. Right. Because first off, why are you eating? Like, like, no, bro. Okay, a tomato fell on his lap. Is that the way we want right, Let's pause it right there. Let's rem- talk about fast food etiquette real quick. <laughs> I get the whole eating in your car thing. I do it quite often. And, um, it's something I feel like I get judged about. <laughs> I worry one day somebody's gonna be filming a TikTok of me eating in my car and enjoying my food. Um. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. that's a legitimate fear I have. Yes. Um, so you know, I mean, like he just takes the whole sandwich out of the box and hold as if he's sitting at the table but it's his lap what do you expect man this is not yeah. this is not hope's fault her <laughs> reputation is on the line you're an idiot because you don't know how to eat a cheeseburger in the car and you're wearing a suit a shirt and tie like what that's you're you're asking for it if you've got time to sit it. in a parked car you've got time to sit inside of hardy's Thank you. Inside the restaurant now, itself. Saying that, I will say there was a time period before the pandemic where I would drive from my office to the McDonald's that was right down the street. And instead of going inside and eating, I would take it and I would drive into the big parking lot of Bass Pro Shops that was right next to the McDonald's. And I would sit there and eat uh, my meal. And listen to podcasts or whatever. But it was like, what am I doing? I'm literally sitting under the I-40 bridge right now, eating two cheeseburgers, listening like a to a troll. podcast. Yes. <laughs> I'm like a McDonald's <laughs> troll. And I would do that like once or twice a week. I love it. <sighs> <sighs> okay. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and for their visit to Hardy's, this happened because somebody got careless in bagging his order and didn't follow procedure. 
Hi, I'm Hope, and hey. I take pride hey. in my work as a frontline cashier. I don't want my customers to have problems because I didn't do my job right. I could see her as being like a dance mom later in life. Like, she yeah. just has that voice and the hair. And, uh, yeah, well, she's... Thank yeah, you, ma'am. Have a nice future, day and sure. come back. I don't think Hardy's Thank is going to be the career she sticks with. <laughs> I love to see customers happy. It gives me a great feeling. Man, and I love those people. Uh, okay, the uniform, the polo shirt, the, the visor. Yeah. I miss, you know, that. that's often what McDonald's would wear. Yeah. That's not a thing anymore. Not that I'm seeing. Right. I think McDonald's, you can still wear, like, a visor hat. I just don't think many people do. Yeah. I think they're coming back in style, though. Thank you, ma'am. Have a nice day and come back. Thank you. I love to see customers happy. It gives me a great feeling. In fact, the way I see it is when a customer walks in the door, your reputation's on the line. <laughs> the front line, that is. Uh, I love that logo. I do too. Treating customers right means more than just a smile. It means doing everything right, even little things. I <laughs> love that look to the side, like, am I supposed to keep talking? Are you still filming? <laughs> <laughs> For instance, the way I greet customers, the condition of the dining room, even the way sandwiches are placed in a bag are all important. I miss styrofoam so let's boxes. take a look at working the front line in the way <coughs> that will win customers. When a customer Hi, approaches, I spring into action. And I've learned that a smile usually makes even grouchy customers <laughs> easier to work with. And remember, don't always use the same greeting. On this our front line, we greet customers in many ways. Hi, welcome to Hardy's. May I help you, please? Hi, what can I get for you today, Mr. Smith? Your usual? Hi, can I take your I would order, be please? mortified if I ever went into a <laughs> fast food restaurant and they asked me for my usual. <laughs> Oh, like, okay. too I was reading the comments of this video and someone said the exact same thing. They like, did? my God, if somebody knew my name at a faster time, I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> when uh, when I worked at the grocery store, it was it's very, not it's definitely happened to me. I'll, I'm not gonna lie. Um I I used to go pick up a pizza like pretty frequently on my way home after working at the grocery store and I, at that time, you could still pay with checks, and I would always write a check for like $5, and I'd have to show my ID every single time. And uh, one time I forgot it, and they were like, eh, we know who you are. <laughs> oh, my God. If we know a customer's <laughs> name, we use it. But the main thing is to be yourself and relax. Don't say the same thing over and over again, like a broken record. Hi, welcome to Hardee's. Hi, welcome Hardee's. to Hardee's. <laughs> Hi, welcome to Hardy's. Hi, welcome to Hardy's. After the greeting, the next critical step is listening. How many times oh have you God. seen a cashier get distracted like this? This is not a professional way to do business. <laughs> She's like, oh, my stars. Oh, <laughs> poor Hope. She, I'm... Hope was mortified, so 
you, again, watch this video on YouTube, but um, an old woman comes up to the customer and the girl working ignores her and she's kind of having to talk. And she's like, oh, wait, what did you say? And <laughs> the camera kind of shows open the background and another employee with mouth just gaping open and pure shock of like, I can't. I can't believe she ignored that customer. Okay. This kind of behavior gives us a bad reputation. Bad. Bad. And we want a reputation of being friendly, attentive, and fast in filling the order. Remember, we're shooting for a speed record of 60 seconds or less. Wow. One key element in speedy service is filling orders in the right sequence. That means you get the drink first, mm -hmm. then the sandwich, the dessert's third, and last of all, the fries. Yeah, I don't often order dessert with my fast food. I don't either. I w will do it if I don't have to talk to anybody. So if I order it through the app, I'm definitely getting an apple pie. But if I have to talk to somebody, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't be like, yeah, I'm going to order this really unhealthy food and also throw an apple pie on there. Okay, here's here's something funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love... A cheeseburger and fry combo with a chocolate milkshake. Mm. I I don't know what it is. I, I don't know if it's like this idea of like this, they just go together somehow. They do. But I've only ordered it from certain places, right? Like I'll order it from Brahms. And I don't live by a Brahms, mm -hmm. so I'm only there a couple of times a year. But that's exactly what I get when I go to Brahms. I get a yeah. chocolate shake, a cheeseburger and fries, and I, it's heaven. Um. And, you know, they do all three of those things incredibly well. Yep. We have a place similar here in Tennessee, um, and it's in a few other states, not just exclusive, but um, called Culver's, where they'll do a burger, fries, and you can get a shake with it because they do ice cream as well. And it's really great. Yep. But something about going to McDonald's and saying, I want a double quarter pounder, large fries, and a chocolate shake, that's where I'm <laughs> going to feel feel out of line. Yeah. Um, but I'll do it those other places, and it's probably the exact same thing. <laughs> See, I told you we were fast here. When we don't follow a sequence, we tend to get lost. Watch this cashier. Why do we keep That'll using this poor woman? For I know. She's like, she's the, the, the dummy. <laughs> I'm sure she's capable of doing this now. Which way will she go first? <laughs> okay, finally going for the fries, huh? They get cold well, they fast. They get cold fast. Better hurry. I love that the hot The amount fries. of times I can count on a hand that I've had hot fries. Right. Now what? The apple pie, huh? What do you think that confusion was where she was like, which which pie do I get? Now, yeah, I'd, back right? to look at the list again. How many pies it would help if she had remembered the order. Finally, the oh, sandwich. She done did everything backwards, Mike. And the drink. <laughs> How much time? 75 seconds. Wow. These orders are, thank you. She really makes that up. Now watch the difference Hope's gonna when do we it right. remember She's the, the order yeah. and follow the right sequence. I really wish that old man would have been like, that took Here's you 75 seconds. <laughs> He's looking at his watch and like, damn, that was First, slow. I get the drink. <laughs> <laughs> this one was like then much the sandwich, more efficient. <laughs> the dessert and the fries. Boom. Done. Thank you. Come back to see us. Oh. What? Time, 
26 seconds. Here's my theory. I think the circus music they were playing threw that other woman off. Yeah, she I think she was like, what the hell is going on? Who's playing that music? And she can't think straight, so she's going for everything in the reverse <laughs> order. Hope. She gets a peaceful and quiet working environment, which is not a not a thing. And of course, she's gonna record time twenty six seconds. Yeah. Come on, she probably has that Come like on. on a sticker on her car. Twenty six seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like you ran a mile, and this I don't even know what those stickers stand for. I know they do with running, but you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah. no, I served a customer in twenty six seconds. Yeah, beat that. <laughs> But that's not all. The right sequence is also important to keep the food fresh. <laughs> Whether it's fries or sandwiches, yeah. never serve food that's gone past its holding time. Ma'am, we're in the process of cooking okay, some fresh right cheese. Yeah, I feel if like the customer's rude in this situation. Right Don't forget about Don't me. Forget about me. <laughs> Yeah, no, she I was. I, so I, right I love reading the comments of some of these videos. Uh -huh. <laughs> Somebody quoted the video and was like, like, don't you forget about me. Like, woman with that attitude, <laughs> I just might. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, God. <sighs> My mom would say something like that, and it would embarrass the hell out of me as a kid. Oh, I'm sure. That's that's Fred's dad. <laughs> if a customer has to I wait for something to cook, like I let him know right Sick away, ready. and I keep I an eye on, on it over. so I can take it right out when it's ready. If you explain delays to customers, <laughs> they usually don't get upset. Hi, can I help you? Yes, ma'am. I'd like a big Whenever an order is to go, we follow the same sequence for filling the order. Yep. Bag it up. <laughs> Remember to lay box sandwiches flat. That way, this a customer pretty good won't too. be attacked by a blob of mayonnaise when he opens the box. What? Now. <laughs> This brings it's us like to another area where our reputation is on the line. He looks like a Macaulay Culkin knockoff. This is funny because I, um, she'll talk about it in a minute. Like, you know, usually the parents right, are watching the kid you? go up there in order. Yeah. My mom embarrassingly tells a story all the time of like, oh, Cole, he just loves them cheeseburgers. When he was a little boy, he would march all the way up to that counter, couldn't even see over the top, and slip his little dollar up there and say, can I have another cheeseburger? <laughs> <laughs> this is me. This is me in the video. That's a surprise. That's why we're watching this. <laughs> it looks like you. It kind of does. I did look like this as a kid. Little Mickey McCurkin. <laughs> Mickey McCurkin. <laughs> we need to treat kids like adults. Smile, take their order, and be as helpful as possible. Their parents are often at the table watching, and you want to make a good impression on them, too. Here you go. And I put your change in the bag. 
it's a good idea to put a child's change in <laughs> um, a small bag. I actually bag. did have Colt. I write the uh, word we change the mall, on it. Uh, Your parents really ago, appreciate and it, to, and it um, helps keep nickels Andy and pennies from rolling around. Thing. And we, oh, I love those pretzels. Yeah, we ordered all of our food, and we went and sat down, and we realized we didn't have anything to drink. So I gave Colt a $20 bill, and I walked up there with him, and I said, um, order a large lemonade. And he was really nervous, and he got up there, and the the girl behind the counter, she was so nice. Like, I tipped her five bucks because um, she was so nice to him, and she didn't charge him for the drink. She like she was like, you're okay. And she pushed the $20 back to him and just gave him what Aww. he wanted. And I was like, that was that was the coolest thing I'd seen in a really long time. Yeah, that's amazing. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. Now, those are just a few of the basics for earning a good reputation and making customers happy. But here are a couple more areas to quickly cover. First, teamwork. If you're not busy, help <laughs> out a cashier who is. You can draw drinks or yes. help assemble the Wendy's, food order. Wendy's used to have Wendy's, those. thank yeah. you. Yeah, I used to think the way Wendy's had their ceilings yeah. kind of looked like a greenhouse. I, I yeah. legitimately like thought, like, is this is this a garden section we're eating in? <laughs> so uh, the Wendy's in our town still has that sunroom. Um, oh, I love that. Everything else about them has been updated pretty much. But for the longest time, that was one of the few Wendy's that had not been updated yet. Oh, man. Yeah. I You know, plants are back in. You know, I've got plants yeah. in my office. I bring love it. Back. Like, why, bring them back into the restaurants, man. Finally, we need to have enthusiasm about our secondary assignments. You know, checking the bathroom or cleaning the dining room. I don't always love to clean up. But again, my reputation's right. on the line, and I use cleanup yes. as a chance to get to know customers. Whoa, what record are they going to hit? <laughs> 12 seconds. Ugh, and flowers on the table. Yeah. Bro, take me, like, when I go out to dinner, make me feel like you took me out to dinner. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nice clean table, a vase with flowers. I love it. Chatting with yeah. customers makes even sweeping more enjoyable. At least the time passes faster. Uh, do, you the to, do you ever have to clean bathrooms? No, I thankfully. did. I did. That was part uh, of my closing duties. Duty. Uh, I saw some duty. stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, man. I'm, I, I, yeah, I'm sure. It was bad. I've but, had to clean the lobbies, but I've never had to do the bathroom. Yeah, we. I mean, there was like there were limits to like you could actually refuse if it was bad enough, and I think one of the managers would have to do it. But I mean, one way or another, they had to get cleaned. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, I'm not sure what kind of work I may be doing after college, but I do know I've learned a lot here. Making customers <laughs> happy, selling, even how to keep a place tidy. Hi, Hope. Hi, and I love it when customers remember my name. Like I said, <laughs> when a customer steps up to the front line, my reputation's on the line. Girl, you're in college, you look 32 years old. <laughs> Man, hilarious i love that what a great video <laughs> that was a great one i uh i've not ate out of hardy's in a really long time but i might have to seek one out now <laughs> i have a bonus one <laughs> i just have to show you a part of this one okay yeah this bonus is for content yes this is for old country buffet 
It's kind of like a Golden Corral if you've ever been to a Golden Corral, but it's basically like the huge buffet where you could walk in and um, if they've got meat products, they've got somebody slicing the meat for you and they'll put it on your tray. I love that. I mean, what service? Your other shift duties. We'll begin with your second shift duty, greeting and serving guests. <laughs> Good evening. Fried enough to eat today? Boy, I'll say. Well, Boy, that's I'll great. Say. Would you care for Sam or beef? A little both, I think. All right. Making friendly conversations like this is a big part of greeting and serving guests. At other buffet-style restaurants, guests often feel they're on their own. Once they've paid for the meal, no one pays much attention to them. At Old Country Buffet, we work hard to make sure our guests never feel that way. As a carver, you spend a little more time with guests and their team members. That this means you so have sweaty. a great chance to make them feel welcome and appreciated. <laughs> He's got meat sweats. By greeting the guests warmly <laughs> yeah. and holding brief conversations as you serve them, you say to our guests, we're glad you're here. Let's take a closer look at greeting guests. Every conversation you hold with guests should begin something like this. Good evening. Or... Hi, how are you? Once you've greeted the guest, <laughs> start a brief conversation. Try asking a question the guest can answer in a sentence or two. You might ask something like this. Is it still hot out there? Or this. Did you catch a game last night? Or this. So Have you tried the lasagna? It's my favorite. Don't forget to hold quick conversations with our younger guests, too. Children often play a big part in deciding which restaurant their parents visit. We want them to feel welcome and special here, too. So start conversations with children by saying something like this. This clip's also doubled as the stranger danger PSA. Yes. What grade are you in at school? Or this. Have you decided what dessert you're going to have? Or this. Do you like hot fudge oh sundaes? Once you've held a brief conversation, it's time to move on to the second half of this shift duty, serving the guests. <laughs> Begin by asking, would you care for some more beef? Ham, please. Once guests have chosen what meat they want, you'll carve a slice of it. Exactly God, what size of slice you'll serve yeah. will be a judgment call on your part, unless this makes a special request. We don't limit the can have. We do, however, manage it to reduce waste. Here are some guidelines for knowing how much meat to serve a guest. Yeah, what, what is happening? When your guest's plate has very little on it, carve a full it's cut. Like Thanksgiving. Lay it over the bare portion of the plate. Children usually prefer smaller portions. Carve them a smaller cut. <laughs> Place it on an open section of the plate. If your guest's plate looks like this, quarter cut or a half cut. I want of the meat the guest yours. requests. I want the whole ham. <laughs> Actually, the thin cut ensures them a tender piece of meat, which is why we carve dime thicknesses. If a guest asks you, I like a half inch slice of that roast beef, please. Say something like this. I'd be glad to carve you that. Thinner slices are more tender, though. Would that be all right? You can always come back up for more. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want to have to talk to you again. <laughs> Uh, anyway, this uh, one's just littered with, with little quips like that. But this guy specifically is the funniest part. So, he, uh, old country buffet. That is hilarious. This guy yeah. is, man, he's very warm. There, <laughs> it's like those there's... heat lamps and that hot meat. He's just yeah. over there. He's gotta, I think every time they, every time they cut, they have to walk like wipe them down. <laughs> he's like less. He's less sweaty on every cut, but then by the end of the 
into the take he's like glistening as much as the meat again oh my gosh well we just witnessed a whole lot of gold um i hope i hope you guys enjoyed this yeah. episode <laughs> i almost don't know why we decided <laughs> to do it but we did and i'm, I'm i think we're i'm glad we did um and you know yeah. let us know when we post the Instagram that we've got the episode live, follow us at uh, follow us on Instagram. I think it's Saturday morning ice cream. Can't remember. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I, I don't even know if we use it. Um, no, we do. But um, let us know what jobs you've worked. Specifically, if you've worked fast food or are working in it, you know, I I want to know. I want to know if we can. Have you watched training videos? Did you like them? Um, have you gone back in time and looked up what training videos were like 30 years ago? You should, because it's great. Yeah. It's really great. <laughs> yeah. And we, but, uh, we should until... like start asking questions before episodes again. I know. We used to do, we used to be a cool podcast back in the day. Um, we, used to, we used to interact with people and have fun and, you know, I guess we cared. Um, nowadays, we just kind of show up and we just do it. Just do the show. <laughs> Anyway, with all that said, <laughs> I hope you guys are doing well. Um, and uh, yeah, work hard and be nice. Be nice to people. Be nice to your customers. And as shoppers, also be nice to the employees. It's, it's a win-win. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll talk to you guys next time. Later. Would you like fries with that? Welcome to Hardy's. <laughs> Thank you, drive through. <laughs>